0: So love it blog talk radio
1: you all, welcome once again to Elevated Places Network and Thursday night's program, Ask Minister Ava, with your host, Sister Ava Muhammad, my co-host, the wonderful Brother Terrence Muhammad, our executive producer, Sister Rona Muhammad, is traveling, and we have Sister Deanna Muhammad another brilliant sister, beautiful sister who is uh, taking over the boards tonight. And we're blessed to have with us uh, Sister Attorney Pamela Muhammad hosting her own program on Elevated Places Network each and every Tuesday at 7 Central, 8 Eastern, a time for justice. And she's bringing us an unending roster of legal talent. And uh, she's going to uh, talk with us tonight uh, about the, uh, what they covered this week. And then, of course, uh, join us uh, in tonight's program. And so we look forward to something uh, wonderful this evening. I uh, take it that you have your Final Call newspaper, either your digital or your paper copy, because, uh, callers, tonight is your night. This is a special listener call-in edition. We have been warned. A look at the latest news headlines. I also want to give a shout-out to Sister Donna Muhammad for her phenomenal uh, artwork with the graphics on our Flyers that we send out over social media platforms that are continuing to enlarge our audience, not only tonight live but throughout the week. And of course, uh, we we are on BlogTalkRadio.com forward slash Elevated Places and the guest call in number. As always, uh, we have a limited number of slots for telephone calls. Logging in is unlimited, so you can always log in at blogtalkradio.com forward slash elevated places, but if you want to get uh, on the call, and particularly if you'd like to participate in the discussion, and remember when you call in, you'll push the number one, and that will put you in the queue so that we can see you on the screen, and that call-in number as if you don't know it, I'm going to say it anyway in case someone doesn't, 3065 And so with that, uh, I'm going to uh, turn the mic over to get us going tonight to my brilliant co-host, Brother Terrence Muhammad. As-salamu alaykum, Brother Terrence. Wow, Lakers! Salam.
2: We are live once again, another Thursday night, and I am just so excited to be here. You know, it, it, it is always a pleasure waiting to see what's going to happen during the week, so we can bring uh, um, to the show and yeah. see what is actually, you know, going on in, the, in in the world and all the stuff that's happening. And I was like, man, what, what, what's going to happen today? And then I saw Representative Beatty get arrested today. Uh, my friend Tamika Mallory, uh, Linda Sassoir, they got arrested today mm-hmm. with Melanie Campbell. They was in D.C. because they're fighting for voting rights. And, you know, as I saw them, and, they, you know, they really, you know, I love these sisters. You know, they really are fighting for us and they really push mm-hmm. their best foot forward as they know the best that they can do. But that helps me That's push true. what you just said, Dr. Mm-hmm. Ava. It helps me to push. A case for separation, a case for separation yes. that we are still fighting for voting rights. When we won our voting rights, did, did we win that back then, you know, back in the 50s? And I thought we won it on the 60s, one, whatever it. that was, and we won it, but now they gutted it out, and then we're fighting for it, and now our sisters are getting arrested over voting rights. And I'm just like, what in the world is going on? So it, there is a case for separation. And you got to go to FinalCallDigital.com. dot com. Get your digital copy, finalcalldigital. dot com. So you can just pull it down in your tablet, and you can just see it on your phone. But you got to be ready. Separate and be saved.
0: That's, right. that's the
2: cover. So that's that's the thing. Cool. So I, as I look at my family, but then Doctor Ava, you know, hold on. Let me let me let me back up because I'm getting happy on some stuff because <laughs> I, I'm getting happy. I gotta gotta, gotta remember that you know. Well I, I come back to it. Let me go to what I was gonna say. Then I saw this Karen. Oh my god, the Karen's are getting crazy and crazy. I saw this Karen today. And it actually happened a couple of weeks ago. Oh not weeks ago, a couple of days ago. But this Karen was yelling at this sister. Yelling at this sister in Victoria's secrets. I don't know why she was yelling at her, but as the video showed the children yelling at her and she started breaking down Stop recording me stop recording and then she literally laid out on the floor and started shaking.
0: Are you serious? just laid
2: out on the oh, I'm yeah. not I'm not lying I thought this was the movie. You could have made this one up. You could have told me when I saw the video. And then she just started screaming and, and, and looked for another white lady. No, you know, she just crying and she me. And then she started to chase the sister around the store. And she said, she's threatening
0: me. She's threatening me. And I am this
2: Karen has lost her ever-living mind. And this was in Victoria's Secret. Victoria's Secret put out a statement, and, of course, you know, folks in New York are going to be waiting on another statement from Victoria's Secret and how they treat their staff when this white woman going crazy and they want to deal with a black woman aggressively but not this crazy white woman that's running around. So we're going to be watching um, what is going on with that. And I bring all that up because tomorrow starts the national training. The National Training Convention, the 26th Annual National Training Convention, Preparation in the Time of Trouble. And if we can't see that trouble is all around us. Black women getting arrested. We know the Proud Boys are still out there. All of the things that are going on, it is time for us. So go register at the com and get ready for this national training that's going on this weekend. But even if you don't make it to the national training, you can come back every Friday, every Friday, and come to our self-improvement, the basis for community development. As in my city, there has been 11 shootings in 11 days. And it's like, what is going on? But the reality is, until we start to develop ourselves, as we say what? Self-examination, self-analysis, self-correction, We need self-improvement, the basis for community development. Join us every Friday night at 730. Go to NOI.org, NOI.org, and be a part of this great discussion to develop ourselves, and then get your spiritual teaching on Sunday at 10 a.m. Central, 11 a.m. Eastern at NOI.org. And then it's the time and what must be done. If you don't know the time, then you really don't know what must be done. It's time, morning time, get up. Even the time go to bed, but if you off off the rocker on your time, you don't know. So come join us Wednesday night at seven thirty p.m. Now I'm gonna tell y'all like this: we giving y'all some inside scoop, and I've been telling you all this for months. But y'all playing, y'all playing. If you don't want to go over to ministerava.com, that's your fault. Don't be mad at me when y'all miss all these special gifts. When y'all miss all these special books. If y'all don't want to run over to ministerAva.com, that's y'all fault. Now, I don't know nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing, not one drop of information of what happened Tuesday night. But all I know, the count was women was out the door, out the virtual door, over 500 sisters out the door because they got the word to go to ministerAva.com. They signed up for part one, and they said they're going to start their path for true healing and what? Human elevation. But y'all don't know nothing about that. Y'all don't even know where I'm reading from. Y'all don't know where I'm reading from because y'all ain't on the website. If you was on the website, you would know about some weapons of self-destruction. You would know about life in the new millennium and how would you think and eat. You would know about some light, the signs of light, color and the mother plane. You don't know nothing about that. You don't know nothing about the portion of the moon. You don't know nothing about kind of Muslim worry or the season of separation. You don't know nothing about it because y'all are not going to com. Now, let me just say this. Mm. August is coming up. August is coming up. Go to com. That's all I'm going to say. August is coming up. Masters classes, masters classes. August is coming up. Oh, you don't hear me, but you don't want to hear me. Keep following her on social media. Dr. Ava, find out about it, because there's a lot coming. It's a lot more coming. So with that, you know the meeting times. You know ministerAva.com. You know we're here on Thursday. You know about the Final Call newspaper, which we're going to jump into tonight, because it came at a perfect time, because we were trying to figure out what to discuss. And when I saw my sister getting arrested about voting rights, and this Saturday, yes. they are remembering our brother John Lewis a year since his death and his passing. And they're fighting for the John Lewis Act, you know, voting rights. And we're still fighting after he got beaten and, and, and just, just hurt on the Edmonds Pettus Bridge, as we know that history, uh, Bloody Sunday. So with all of that going on, Dr. Ava, as we get ready to go into the transition of more on this show, I just, once again, you started this, Dr. Ava. You started this by uh, giving props to our sister, Sister Jessica, two weeks ago in Chicago. You thanked her. And that made me thank yes, Sister Naira last week because of what she's doing. But then it also made me think about you and thank you. And now I got to do another. So this is like the testimony service. Come I got to thank Sister Ava. <laughs> I got to bring good news to the believers. I got to thank this sister down in Columbia, South Carolina. This sister down in Come Columbia, on. South Carolina is Sister Shanasia. Now, Sister Shanasia, and the reason why I'm bringing oh, it on. up, as I said last week, Dr. Ava, sometimes we are in the midst of greatness and we don't really honor those walking amongst us. So I work with Sister Shanasia, National Training security when the ministers coming in. It's certain brothers and sisters that you know they roll in. Wherever the minister in, they come in to take care of the business. So I got a phone call early this year or last year, and my cousin who I grew up with, you know, she she be dropping some jewels. I'm the only one in the nation. She was dropping little jewels on me here and there. And next you know, she kept dropping little jewels here and there. And next you know she I get a phone call one morning talking about, I wanna join. I okay, said, what you mean you want to join? What are what you talking about? What do what you want to join? I want to join. So I said, hold on. She's in Columbia, South Carolina? So I gave her over to Sister Shanasia. See, I'm saying this because you just can't give over that new fish, and that new baby to anybody to take care. Of. You know, when you got a new child, you watch who you're going to leave with, you know, children to take care of them. So I gave my freshly wanting-to-join cousin to Sister Shinesha and then I got a phone call yesterday, and Sister Sinead said, you're talking to two MGT on the phone. She said her letter passed. Now, you know she got some more things to do, but oh. my cousin's letter passed. So she'll be the second one in my family <laughs> to be in the Nation of Islam. And then after that, so thank you, Sister Sinead, for walking her through. they didn't just have a phone call. She walked her through the process of coming a member and coming back to her own. And then after that Doctor Abe I got another phone call today. And I'ma drop this one off in D C and mosque number four. I got another phone call today and, you know, liking everything on my social media, but then they came said, I wanna join. And I said hold on, I said, but why what? you know like, why you wanna join? Why why you wanna join? And you know what she said, Doctor Abe, then this blew my mind. She didn't oh. say that she loves the minister. She didn't say she'd been following the teachers. She didn't say nothing about the most honorable Elijah Muhammad. She said this and blew my mind. She said, because I believe in Master Father Muhammad, that he is God in person. I dropped out. I passed out. I was like, what day is it? What time is it? I ain't never heard anybody come to me and didn't even, went straight to the God. Didn't say nothing about the minister or the Christ. I ain't never heard nothing like that. And I said, okay, what's, I, I I immediately gave, (laughs) <laughs> got her name, number, what city, and sent it to Sister Sineza again, even though she ain't in Columbia. But Sister Sineza went and made sure that in Mid-Atlantic, we going to handle that, and a sister has been assigned to her yes. to awesome. walk her through the process. And I'm only saying that, Dr. Ava, because on Tuesday night, I wasn't in the upper room, but I heard
0: Uh-oh. that the Holy
2: Ghost was present with you all. I know the Holy Ghost and the Spirit of the Lord was with y'all. So if y'all want to feel that again, if y'all want to feel the minister of spirit amongst the sisters, y'all better come to August to the master class. That's all I'm going to say. I'm going to turn it back to you, Dr. Ava, because this mic is just getting, the spirit just getting too hot. It is your show. It's, time, it's Thursday night. Let's get it started.
1: But that tells you we're in the fullness of time for one, yeah. for one of the lost sheep. To just it, it, see the, the the work of the honorable Elijah Muhammad, the work of the honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan is being fulfilled because that's that's the whole goal is that's to right. get our people to accept and obey their God. Come on, that's awesome! That's awesome! Wow! Woo! Hallelujah! So tonight, yes, well, that just tells you how exciting tonight is going to be. And we're going to start tonight with our wonderful legal contributor, Sister Pamela, uh, is your mic open? Uh, yes, ma'am. As-salamu alaykum. Oh, uh, alaykum salam This is Thank our great you. attorney,
0: Oh Pamela are due to Yes,
1: yes ma'am. All ma'am. praises are due and to a lot. I thank you for taking uh you're like my job with the final call. I've i I'm over this COVID section now. So I guess I'm part of the final call editorial and writing staff. And you've done the same thing. You have your own program but you also are gracing us with your presence on Thursdays. You didn't abandon us and we are grateful for that.
0: <laughs> yes, oh, man. oh praise the Lord. So we like to hear loud.
1: about uh Yes, ma'am. We wanna hear about your recent program and then we also wanna hear anything you wanna to bring to the table on the law. And the mighty oh.
3: rule. Well that yes, ma'am, and like I say, all praises are due to a lot. It's such an honor and a privilege, uh, Sister Minister Ava to be on the Elevated Places show and brother Terrence, you got me all Fired up with that. I'm thinking this, you know, wonderful testimony.
1: Come on, man. Uh, Thank you so
3: much for that, brother. And so, as you say, Sister Dr. Ava, we do have the program, the Elevated Network, Elevated Places Network presents a time for justice, and that's on
1: Tuesdays
3: at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. And this past week, we talked about the topic of are we really watching our children? And In the perspective of separate and be saved, which is the title of this week's final call, I have to say it's so on point because you're quoted in the separation article as saying that the essential relationship between black and white has never changed. You you say it remains that of a slave master and a slave. And we wanted to talk on Tuesday about watching our children because many of us don't understand this relationship, and we don't see our children being treated as slaves um, in a system that does not uh, that has the predatory nature of a of a slave master to destroy our youth. And so we talked about let's look at changing the mechanisms and be, and stop imploring and asking white people for solutions. You know, we talked about changing how these solutions that we wait to to see them work and how they never work. As Brother Terrence mentioned earlier, you know, yes, we do see violence. Uh, it's occurring rapidly and it's increasing in our community. We see um These type of events, and what we were talking about is how this is a direct correlated, uh, it has a direct correlation to the policies of the United States government against black youth. We looked at the Children's Defense Fund, which they did a 2020 report, and it tells us there that the policies that have been enacted have not been favorable to our children, Sister Ava. You know, it starts off and I, I really want to tell I wanted to discuss this, uh, twenty twenty. The year children of color became the majority of children in America. And so we have to look at the fact that our enemy yeah. has been watching this. You know, we know from the nineties they've been they've always talked about the browning of America and this whole diabolical plan to depopulate uh, has you know, I know in the law, I've noticed it enacted since then in these court systems. So here we are; they're admitting, yes, children of color are are overpopulated in states like Texas. They have Mississippi; the majority of children under eighteen are uh, were children of color in fourteen states. They mentioned Florida, they mentioned Georgia, they mentioned Mississippi, they mentioned Texas and they mentioned the District of Columbia to name a few. And so we know that these policies that are being enacted are killing our youth. You know we talk about the illegal we talked about the illegal behavior uh, where it results in in murder. Uh, for example, Texas Governor George Abbott um, or Greg Abbott. While we're down here talking about the voting, and I I do understand that that's a big issue, well, on July 21st, an article talks about how Greg Abbott announced the illegal behavior going on in these Texas youth prisons. What are we talking about? We're talking about children being sexually molested by guards, and we're talking about children being beat up by guards. And so, see, this is the kind of trauma that is being enacted on our youth, and sometimes while we're looking for solutions outside ourselves, we're going to have to go directly to our children. We're going to have to, as the Honorable Minister Minnesota farcon tells us, we're going to have to make our communities safe and decent places to live. You know, we discussed how the children of color are been transferred to adult jails, and whereas that practice has decreased since like 2007 and 8. Where they went from seven thousand five hundred youth in adult jails in two thousand and seven to a real drop um, now as about six hundred and fifty three that 's not meaning that they're not in adult jails anymore that just means that the facilities have been changed a bit so they're you know they 're kind of put in different places. but the point is look at the trauma that has been occurring and practice on our youth, that's that whole social engineering process. And this is what's manifesting, we think, as lawyers, this is what's manifesting with the anger and, and the, the just the whole just trauma that these youth are facing. And so we have to look at these things, uh, sister Doctor Ava. You know, we look at the fact that black children and this again is from the Children's Defense Fund. They say black children are four times more likely to be killed um, than than white children. And 86% of children who died in 2019 were boys, but black boys are 18 times more likely than white peers to be murdered. And so, again, while we're being distracted looking at um, them as being these horrendous people you know, we're not looking at the puppet master. And I and I think when I look at what you're saying about slave master and slave relations, we always have to look at this through the prism of the master deceiver who makes the children look like the villains, whereas the solutions that they allegedly give, because that was some of the things the lawyers talked about, rehabilitation is what – juveniles are supposed to receive, but we see that it's really been uh, criminalization. You know, they're being taken in and they're being turned out much worse uh, than when, they, when they're going in. So those were the kinds of uh, discussions that we have had, Sister Ava, and we had two brilliant attorneys from the nation, one sister out of Maryland Sister Sherry out of Baltimore, Maryland, and, and we know that the urban uh, setting there is definitely something where our youth and our, our community really come has to come together. Uh, so she talked about, you know, the minister's respect for life tours and how the desensitizing desensit- um, that we see in our youth and to the murders that are going on, and he's been explaining us to that. She actually talked about how sister, um, Nisa Islam, and her statement, Islam is the solution, you know, is what we all, in whatever fields we're in, we have to enact that, and I know with the separation, this is really why one of the reasons we're going there. So I, I kind of wanted to mm-hmm. just uh, give you that brief overview because I thought it was so very important, uh, you know, as we continue to dissect are we really watching our children as opposed to being mm-hmm. distracted and uh, looking at white people as saviors? Um, and so that, that was, that, you know, and I, I just ask everyone if they can ch- turn on to the uh, Time for Justice on Tuesdays. We really work hard to bring the factual information yeah. that's going on in the courts so as the minister, and this is one thing I just want to close with, Sister Charlene Muhammad, she did an article called, "Will You Let Your Children Be Guinea Pigs? And that was in the May 11th edition, and that article was yes. about the COVID vaccine and the plan to vaccinate the children. And she quoted the minister in that article about that would mean slaughter because the vaccine is death. And the minister, Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, goes on to say, when, you look, when I look at these documentaries about animal life, the beauty of every creature trying to protect its young, and I look at every mammal, every mother protecting her offspring from the natural enemy that will take advantage of it in its growing up, the weakest. He says, Satan is like that too, said the minister during his remarks. Um, he said he wants to put needles in our babies. Tell him not today. And so for us we're saying look at the protection mm-hmm. of our youth directly and look at the cause and effect that this deceiver keeps placing as a way to, to kill our future. Um and so, you know, that that's what I wanted to bring in terms of the legal um a time for justice. Yes, ma'am. And
4: um Please, you
3: Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Uh, all praises are due to Allah. And so I look forward to the, the discussion as it goes on because it, it's just so much regarding our need <laughs> to separate and be saved, Sister Dr. Ava. So, yes, ma'am. And if I could say real quick, Brother Terrence, I saw that video regarding the the white female having the meltdown in the, uh, the store. And, Sister Ava, I just think it was such a great example of, once that white female did, saw she couldn't dominate and she could not uh, win in her quest to exercise white supremacy, she just right. turned on herself and started to melt down. I mean, she had a, a straight-out two-year-old uh, chemical, you know meltdown because she could not accept the fact that this black woman was standing firmly and strong. She wasn't even... You know, advancing on her. She just couldn't, she just could not accept that white supremacy is no longer the, the law of the land uh, in many of our children's minds. So it, it was amazing to see her melt down like that. Just turn, she just turned in on herself like that, Sustainable.
0: Wow. Yes,
3: ma'am. Yeah, this, yes,
5: this, uh, so. this, uh, the,
1: this program you just did. Um, it is very important, you know as you said uh, we're we do this in pretty much every aspect of life, um, which is so counterintuitive, you know, who goes to the perpetrator of the crime against you to seek justice? Yes, ma'am. You know, white people, are they would be engaged in a new kind of psychosis if they were capable of providing the solution to the problem that they are the cause of. They are the problem. Exactly. And you're right. We, we have to take another route, and that route was given to us by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad that ultimately – we have to separate from them entirely, not partially, but entirely. Um, because you made me think about a discussion I was having earlier today with uh, another member of the research team, and we were talking about the COVID and the uh, madness that the media and the corporate-controlled government are displaying in this thirst to get everybody vaccinated and how they're just taking unprecedented steps and the fact that this uh, narrative they've been running for a year and a half is fading out so they're continually coming up with new ways to create alarm and panic because the vaccines have now been proven to be deadly. They're mm. killing everyone. We're now up around 10,000 recorded deaths. And again, as we show you every week in the final call, um, the number of deaths that the VAERS, which is stands for Vaccine Adverse Events Reporting System, that there have been over 438,000 reports of suffering and death from the so-called vaccine, but it's the COVID-19 vaccines produced by both Pfizer and Moderna. And then we got to talk about Johnson & Johnson tonight as well. But as we have uh, printed here every week, even with that extraordinary number, there's a Harvard study conducted that the government uh had put out that concluded only one in 100 negative medical reactions are ever reported and when you hear this madness about a delta variant the uh we've we've written on that the last several weeks in the final call that this is a false flag um, we've given you straight from the both the inventor of the mRNA technology and the former uh, chief scientist at Pfizer, among others, making us understand that variants um, are of no consequence. A variant of a virus cannot escape your immunity. So if this so-called vaccine that they have made was functioning, then you don't have a concern for a variant. And you'll notice that previous years, this type of discussion has never come up before. It's like everything in this pandemic is new and different. And that is because this is the final conflict. This is the last effort of the enemy to completely take us out and to take us down. And we need to see that. But what I was talking about with my brother earlier today is similar to what you're pointing out. We have, we have to frame the issue in the way we want it framed. All right? Right. And the, and the subject is bigger than what's in the vaccine. Because now we know the vaccine is death. And the government and the media know we know. And yet they continue like a broken record to say without this vaccine, this pandemic is not going to end. No, your problems, as Minister Farrakhan told you July 4th of 2020, emanates from the fact that you're wicked, you're a liar, your scholarship is from hell. That's why you can't solve this problem. But people need to pay attention. He didn't say you can't solve this problem of the virus. He said you won't. And they won't because they're so evil. They can't
0: stop yes,
1: themselves. And so now, they are hell-bent on vaccinating children. Now, right. Throughout this whole pandemic, it was acknowledged by the whole spectrum of scientists that COVID-19 afflicts the older population, people of advanced age primarily. Now, all throughout this thing, the number of cases of children, if any, that have been afflicted with this has been negligible. It's almost non-existent. Now, all of a sudden, every day on the morning news, as soon as it comes on, oh, this Delta variant, and they're getting the children, and the children are being hospitalized, and they're they're in ICU. They need to be made to prove that.
3: Yes, ma'am.
1: They need to be made to prove. See, for us to uh, seek... Mercy, to seek justice, to seek equality. From these people, we need to see in their behavior. They don't have the capacity. But bigger than that, why do we want to be around them? That's what baffles me. I don't want to live around them. I don't want my grandchildren growing up and living around this species. That's right. What you just described with the white woman in the store. I don't want my granddaughter encountering that craziness. Right. This has to stop. But we have to frame the narrative ourselves.
3: Because, Sister Ava, can I make this point? Um, When it came to the article that Rick Perry, um, I I keep calling him Rick Perry, but Greg Abbott, when he called for this investigation into this sexual molestation and this brutal abuse of our children in these juvenile systems, that's a blurb article. That's not a headline article. That's not an article that's being put on all the news station. That's a little bitty footnote somewhere. And so instead we're directed at, other non, you know, non-important issues. These are the things that we should be screaming about. And so I wanted to bring that up as just this misdirection. I mean, when it comes to these murders and this violence, this was predicted like uh, William Bennett and the super predators, they predicted that our children would be like this. And then they set that into a plan and, they and the minister more. warned, but right, he warned us. This is what was happening. So, we, we can't keep being around people that are out to be predators uh, on us, and we know this for sure. So
1: that, I just wanted to add that because it's just. Yes, I, I mean, I look at the cover of this week's final call. You know, for 90 years, when God came, this is what he came for, to take us away yes, from these people. But you look at these these. You've got a drawing that predates photography, you know, showing us being sold on the auction block. You have a photo from 1935 of a 32-year-old black man named Reuben Stacy. 32 years old, he's hanging from the branch of a pine tree with four white men just looking at him with satisfaction. It's in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. And he was forcefully kidnapped from the custody of the deputy by a masked mob resorting to lynch law. What was he accused of? We ought to know that by heart. He attacked a white woman. Then You have a a photograph from 2019 of Ronald Green, and you told us about that case, and it was in the final call, and I couldn't even deal with the video. He was lynched. He was tortured to death in 2019. So to the point we're all making here, This has not changed, it never will change, and we need to snap out of it. And we have a very short window within which to do this. This is closing in. It was, uh, I think it was the Children's Health Defense in their newsletter, they said today that the Biden administration is meeting with the tech people
5: to talk
1: about uh, intervention Fearing with text messaging That's right They got this Indian surgeon general Running around saying the biggest threat To being able to overcome COVID Is the misinformation On vaccines That's talking about us That's talking about a whole swath of white people Who are not taking it See, the plan, this thing isn't going as planned because Allah said they plan and I plan and I am the best of planners. When they put this thing in motion, it was a perfect storm. They never expected Minister Louis Farrakhan to step up July 4th, 2020 and slap them dead in their mouth.
2: Come on, come on.
1: And they, they didn't anticipate that in those millions of people that saw the criterion there would be a lot of white folks who would be saying wait a minute this vaccine we better watch out what does he know that we don't know that's real because this dude has outlived and and <laughs> uh prevailed on every attack and threat against him for over sixty years now we're in sixty six years of this, and he's standing strong <laughs> and he's saying, yes, if man. you come and try to force us, it's a declaration of war. that's where they are now they're they're at their wits end and so now you're you're gonna scan through our phones and look at our text messages and and see because they're distressed over the growing opposition to these vaccines and you can only keep it undercover more and more people are stepping up and want to talk about what happened to them that's right when they were vaccinated and they're going on social media because if we have a one brain cell we can see the censorship this is not anything even remotely like a democracy. This is a police state, and they, and they predicted that as well. These things they predicted about our children, super predator and all that, they, they not only saw it, they, they saw it because they were making it happen. That's right. Yes, ma'am. This goes all the way back to the destruction of solid, working and middle class black communities that were blossoming in America after World War II, all over this country. And they saw us flourishing, and they knew they had to bring an end because they knew what you said earlier about children of color outnumber white children. Yeah, because in a very few years, the population is going to change, which means the children that make up those populations have been born already. We tend to think of adult population. But you're a baby and a child before you're an adult. Yes, ma'am. And that's what we're not paying, as you're saying, we're not paying attention to that. And we're letting our children get caught up in these systems that they have no business in because we're not parenting them. We're not protecting them.
3: Yes, ma'am. Beautiful. And so
1: this this is why the only solution, the only solution, it's the best solution, but it wouldn't matter because it's the only solution. That is separation.
2: That's right. Yes, your and and, can and to go into ahead. deeper Dr. Ava, I, I just you know, one of the things that I forgot to mention earlier is that we don't we underestimate the word that we're giving. So sometimes people just think, you know, we on this blog talk every Thursday night, yeah, y'all cute. No, no, let me let me let y'all know something and <laughs> let let y'all get to understand something. Dr. Ava is not just on a few callers that call in, but Dr. Ava's words and this information is getting all over the world. 31 countries outside of the United States, ranging from Canada, Australia, Zimbabwe, Norway, Japan, South Africa, are listening to this show. And I'm saying that is because you know what we're talking about all the time on this show is separation and talking about what the minister is giving us. So when the minister, as Dr. Ava just mentioned, when the minister spoke July 4th, 2020, how many people you think around the world of influence, of influence, power, or just people heard that message? And as I said, Dr. Ava, I think last week or week before last, people I didn't even know knew the minister was telling me about it,
0: yes. was
2: hitting me up and putting it all on social media. And I was like, hold up, y'all know about Minister Farrakhan? I didn't even know y'all knew his name. And not only did they watch, talking about their whole family was watching the minister. I got one of my homeboy's uh, CDs and heard some of his music, and I heard Minister Farrakhan on his CD. I was like, hold up, you listening to Minister Farrakhan? Had no clue. So I'm just saying <laughs> that is that the guidance that he's given and that you're given, not only on this show and in the final call in the section, that people are waking up, and so what you just said, I'm just just adding on to it that, honestly, people don't understand this, too. White folks are getting bolder because of Minister Farrakhan. It's like white Listen, folks are getting again. cooler. Say it again. White folks are getting bolder because Minister Farrakhan said it. So since he said it and stated it, it gives them the chest and the the. I can't say it. it gives them what they need to do what they need to do. White people weren't cool all the time. White people weren't doing this dribble like they were doing until black folks showed up on the scene, and black folks got into sports. We were doing all this stuff. White folks started doing. White folks went into hip hop. When we got into hip hop, then white folks get into it, and then they they doing everything. So when the man of God, when a fearless man stands up and tell it like it is, then all the other white folks are like, yeah, I agree with him. He said it like it is. And that's, you know, they standing up. Other Honorable Minister Lewis Farrakhan, not just on black people, but around the world. And I have to say it again. This show is going all over the world. And when we got people listening in Japan to South Africa to Canada, come on, y'all. Y'all playing. Go to com. Okay,
1: oh,
0: that was a commercial break. <laughs> oh. I mean, Thank this is you, real.
1: Be to Allah. It's real. Yes, you're right. So we promise this is the callers' night, and and I want to say before we go to the lines that it is important. Going back to Brother Terrence's warning about dismissing the word, we've developed the nation has developed a an entire section. The executive council met a while back and said we need to spend more time and devote more content to the critical importance of the minister's directive not to take the vaccine. And then we also have to remind our people that there are other ways. Remember what he said. And that's what's in your current edition of The Final Call. We have a special two-part series. Part one is this week, right now, how to prevent, treat, and defeat COVID-19 without being vaccinated. And we quote from the criterion, these are Minister Farrakhan's words. There are fourteen therapies that are in the world today that we can use to fight against the COVID virus. See, a lot of us we 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 don't take time to listen. We're we're running around and we're unconsciously joining with white folks because i hear black people saying well he said this ain't we we ain't gonna never solve this. this no he didn't say we he said you and he was talking to donald trump he said mr trump who was sitting in the seat of the commander in chief of white america at the time and now that transfers to joseph biden he said you will not solve this problem he pivoted to us and said, we got 14 therapies that we can use. When did he ever say, we can't solve the problem? Who, do, who is the we? Who is the you? But we better break these ties, these mental and emotional ties that we have to white people that are so profound and that when he talks to them, we think he's talking to us. And when he talks to us, we think he's talking to them. Like Malcolm used to say, when the white man falls ill, here's the slave. We sick, master. And some of us in 2021 think like that.
0: We think white
1: people's afflictions are ours. Well, the only reason they're ours is because we're all up under them. Why don't we leave them alone? That's right. That's right. And so the first medication that we profiled this week is something called ivermectin, which is an inexpensive medication. It's a drug. It's been around for 50 years. It's approved by the FDA, but they refuse to repurpose it for COVID. Why? Because they got to push the vaccine. That's why. Read this article. In Mexico City, Last December, they had a spike in COVID cases. The government of Mexico put together a home kit based with ivermectin that you could take this at home. When they handed that kit out in Mexico City, city of 22 million people, the COVID hospitalizations and deaths drop like a rock. Go look at the charts of the COVID cases and deaths globally, which you should be looking at anyway, because you're letting the Today Show run a game on you.
3: That's right. Yes, ma'am.
1: Mexico has 127 million people. They've had 2.57 million cases and 2.03 recoveries. That's pushing up on 100%. That's because of ivermectin. It's prescribed, it's used. You better read this. You better read the interview that Sister Charlene Mohammed conducted with Sister Sophia S. Shabazz, M.D., One of our doctors in the nation who owns the Fountain Medical Associates in Philadelphia. She's been using ivermectin with her patients since May of last year, May of 2020. She hasn't lost a single patient. She prescribes vitamins. Vitamins. She was using vitamins and had not lost anybody. And then in May of last year, she heard about ivermectin and started prescribing it. You need to read her interview. Dr. Ridgely Muhammad's article, giving you What's going on underneath this? Why is the government and the media hiding what many call a miracle drug that has been proven? Do you know since it started being used, there's been 4 billion doses of ivermectin administered around the world, and it has a stellar safety record? It does not harm you. And not only does it is it proven to help COVID victims. Now researchers are saying it might help you. And and that's remember last week, brother Daryl asked about people that have taken it. It is possible. We don't have full data yet. Ivermectin is so serious. It might help you if you messed up and took the vaccine. Mm. It may help you. But you need to read your newspaper.
0: Come on. Cuba
1: fighting COVID nineteen. Look at the lies the US government is spreading. Oh, they're over there protesting because they don't have food and medicine. Because of you. You're the reason. They don't have anything. You had an embargo on them for 60 years. You sound like a, a nut, like as Scarface said, are you high? You sound crazy. Everything that's wrong is what you did and are continuing to do. So let me get off this. Uh platform and go right to the line and we I think we missed her last week Sister Ula I think is on Sister Ula assalamu alaikum
4: uh wa alaikum did i didn't think I was Sorry, I'm assalamu alaikum
2: wa alaikum we're here
4: we can hear you last week but I called in at the usual time and said y'all weren't going to have a show for 24 hours. So when I called back again just to check at 8 o'clock, y'all were on. Uh, I wanted to say this. told on 19 I haven't even had a cold since this thing hit. I, I eat my oranges, lemons, and bean soup, and that's the key because I remember – How they drilled that in our MGT classes 40, 50
0: years ago—that
4: the bean soup has everything in it that the body needs. Yes, it does. Now I want to ask you: What do you think about the White House saying they're going to send troops door to door to make to see if we take the vaccine and put us in death camps? Did you read that? What do I think think about it? Yeah. uh, What's your (laughs) opinion? What what do I think I about feel it? like Put on okay.
2: put some weight on your on your feet, I know you're about to blast all down Ava. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that.
4: <laughs> because I feel that's allowed getting ready to come down. They used to tell us that they might get rid of hundred and fifty of us before I get rid of all of them. Okay. That's it. Oh, well, that's right. I'm-
1: Okay. I, I mean, I'm That's less fearless, because there's, 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 there's nothing to think about. They're trying to kill us. That's true. The, the minister ran this down point by point before any of it happened a year ago. That's right. And the moment he put it out there, it started happening. Remember, he said the vaccine was death and it wasn't even out yet. That's right. And he, and he dealt with Alan Dershowitz, the national spokesperson for, the, for Satan's uh, synagogue, was running <laughs> around the country going on TV, on social media, saying we have a legal right to force the needle into your arm. And the minister spoke directly to him. Remember, at the criterion, he said, you're, you're Satan dressed up like a lawyer? Uh uh and I'm telling you, if you come and bring your army, which is what they're going to do, if you bring your army and try to force Uh us, it will be a declaration of war Uh against uh all uh of us.
4: Uh
1: And it goes back to what I'm saying. We better start comprehending who us is and you are when Minister Farrakhan Uh is talking.
0: Yes, ma'am.
1: Who is the us and who is the you? I'm not the you. I'm the us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm with him. So when he says mm-hmm. we and us, I'm on his side of this. Okay, okay. So he he called him out. you you're gonna come, and when you do it, that's what's gonna bring the mother plane out. There you go. That's why the baby planes are being sighted and why the Pentagon is admitting they're there because they know they got to fight them.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: Trying to lose a battle.
1: It doesn't matter. They they have to do it. It's in their nature.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They're going out fighting. Mm-hmm. The question is among our us, who among us mm-hmm. is going to go out fighting? Oh, you'll see. And as you just said, they're only gonna take
4: so many more of us. They kill us every day. Mm-hmm. All the time. That's why I came oh, I had a I come from a region where there was a nurse on uh social media, she would show her face, but she said, Tell your people they're killing they're wholesale killing black people in these hospitals and the bo- the thing is the body parts. That's yes, man.
2: So, commercial break,
4: final call,
2: (laughs) latest edition, a case for separation. The final call, separate and be saved.
0: Who is the us?
2: I'm with Farrakhan. Separate and be saved. A case for separation. Read your latest edition of the final call newspaper. Back to you,
1: Dr. Ava. We got to play that. We got to play that clip over and over, Brother Terrence. That was awesome. But thank you, Sister <laughs> Ula. Thank you. And thank you
6: for having May Allah
1: continue you. to bless us. I love thank you more, too. beloved. Assalamu alaykum. All righty. Let me slide down. And we have a college student on the line, Sister Amira. That's the name of my granddaughter, too. Sister Amira, assalamu alaykum. Like this song. can you hear me? I
6: can. Yep. Yes ma'am be to a lot. Okay. Um, well I have a question I didn't realize how um in tune it was gonna be with this evening's show. Um but shout out to Sister Donna yeah. and her daughter, Sister Ilyasa and my sister, they were like you should call in because to um Ilyasa about um a question that I had regarding the bike protein and so this my situation is that like you said, I'm a college student. Uh, well, I'm a Vanguard. I'm a college student. I am, well, my plan was to return to campus this um, September. Um, and, of course, the reason for warrants, the vaccine is becoming an obstacle and a concern. I'm able to get a religious exemption. Um, so that's being processed. But my main concern is this spike protein and the vaccine I'm hearing about, about how vaccinated people are shedding the spike protein that goes around them. And it's affecting people who aren't yes, vaccinated. Man. And I've heard of, like, symptoms like infertility in women. That's most concerning. Blood cause, heart issues. Yeah. People have been, like, passing away from complications. And the vaccine was required on my campus. So besides if I'm able to get a, an exemption, most of the people on campus are going to be vaccinated. And are so vaccinated. I'm, nervous about, yeah. Yeah, I'm nervous about the shedding. I'm like, is that something I should be super, super concerned about? Like, how serious is it? Um, I know you you just mentioned the, um, the, the, I can't remember right now. I have to go back to the article, but you just mentioned it. It's the, like a, the therapies that are able to, um, yes, ma'am. Oh, the ivermectin. Um, that are able to, yes, the ivermectin. That's what it is. Yeah, I completely forgot. But, yes, you mentioned these therapies that um, also the minister mentioned. But I guess my question yes, is, um, for you is, like, how serious, should I be take like I'm kind of nervous like should I just like not go back on campus altogether online is not an option this year. So I would be like not be continuing school at all until I have to get something else out. But I just want to know like for myself and the fellow youth across the nation who are also going to be in person on campuses like what is your advice to us should be like what is the seriousness of this and yes ma'am
1: Well, you know what what what's what's formulating in my mind um, and I, and I plan to seek guidance from the minister, but I'm going to tell you this right now. Um, I would treat the vaccine like I treat the virus because they're similar. Because the spike protein is, is, is the, the deadly component. It's just that in the vaccine, it's, it's, um, it, it's created as a result of an operating system that has told the injected person's body to produce it. But it's that, it's that spike protein that is causing these transmissions or at the root of them. And it is, though they are yelling and screaming on television about a Delta variant, the people who are... Uh, developing COVID-19 and are being hospitalized. These are vaccinated people. And that's beginning to come out in the news. You know, my daughter's at Howard University, similar situation, you know, the religious exemption. And she's told, uh, if you're not vaccinated, you're told to wear a mask. Okay. Mm -hmm. And so I'm imagining it's going to be the same thing on your campus, you have to wear a mask, mm-hmm. and, and they said even if you wear a face shield, they still want you to wear a mask. And so gotta you got to remember weeks. too. Say it again. I'm sorry.
6: I said they're making me get tested twice a week too. So yeah.
1: That's what that, that's what she's being confronted with, and I told her first find mm-hmm. out before you agree to that. What what is this test? Okay, because you may have to end mm-hmm. up opting to continue. Uh, and I would still make the majority of my classes as my daughter has done the majority of her classes are still remote, okay, even though she uh, moved to uh, housing closer to the campus than she was she 's in a in a private she 's in the she has a rented out a basement apartment in a private home that one of the believers knows the owner but I don't want you to overthink and and let this make you nervous and and afraid because nothing's scarier than the environment we're in, period, okay? These these people are no more Mm -hmm. deadlier than they've ever been. And this is where uh, we're not spooky, but we have to understand we're protected. And so – the, the Sister uh, Ula brought up the bean, the navy bean. Now, I don't want you, if you're still listening, Sister Ula, when I mention ivermectin, I'm not ignoring our dietary regimen. We're going to be dealing with that okay. this week in the next paper. Uh, but back to the point, the navy bean, just like I mentioned ivermectin, can possibly help those who went down the wrong road. Uh, because it does have the uh trait of blocking the spike protein well the 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 negative elect- electrical charge of the navy being also will will push back on anything mm-hmm. that invades you, and you 're not socializing with people like letting people rub up on you, get up in your face oh. because there's still such a thing as a viral load and you know there has to be uh some measure of of like persistent contact but i would say i would still make the majority of my classes off campus uh but i i'm sure any, any place where they're still caught up in the vac- vaccination, they're probably going to still social distance in the classes, you know. And if they don't do it, mm-hmm. you do it. You're still not obligated Definitely. to have people sitting up on top of you. Yeah. I tend to like social distancing myself. <laughs> and so, <laughs> so uh, but don't, don't let this uh, unnerve you. Don't let it unnerve you because you're gonna be fine.
6: Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much. This is very helpful. I appreciate
1: it. Thank, thank you, beloved. And and keep following that COVID section of the final call mm-hmm. because in the near future we're going to address that. You know, but okay. I don't I don't want us to be over over alarmed to the because see if if your nervous system is all worn and upset, that's going to make you susceptible to sickness and, and illness, okay? So mm-hmm. you just keep your eye on the prize. You get what you, as the minister says about uh, pursuing an education, get what you mm-hmm. came to get and get out. Yes,
6: ma'am.
1: And you'll be fine. All right, beloved.
6: <laughs> yes, ma'am. Thank you. Assalamu
5: alaikum.
1: You're welcome. Mm, beautiful. All right. Now we have an, another uh, of our younger callers. And he's been waiting a while cuz he was way up at the top. Where did he go? Oh, I hope he didn't drop off. If he didn't, we'll come back, we'll come back and get him cuz we have a lot of calls. All right, we're going to go to Brother Hoyle, one of our top fishermen.
7: Hi alaikum family, Sister Ava and well, like brother Terrence well, and well. family, the superstar group, and knocking the devil all upside the head. How <laughs> crazy do you <laughs> uh, I got some information, sister. Uh, I wanted to maybe you can add into the um, protocol of our um, dietary, that's, and I had got a lot of that today, is sun, that, that vitamin D. That's sun and uh um, yeah that's in oh, our
1: next uh, issue i've been working on that all oh, day got, today the vitamin d um, uh, yeah and you were
7: talking about the the um the the people with the got the vaccines that are spread and guess what was on the head of uh memphis news today memphis doctors seeing more vaccinated people admitted to the hospitals with the delta variant this was in channel 5's news yeah so you 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 you're hitting it And uh, also, we got to talk about this, too, sister, Um, the uh, situation with the Haitian president. Did you know he had a natural remedy for the COVID vaccine? And also, we know that the Clinton Foundation and its minerals, and, you know, they've been after Haiti for years. But uh, he ended up dead, the president of Tanzania, John Maguilar, the president of Ivory Coast, now the president of Tanzania was 61. The president of Ivory Coast, uh, Hamed uh, Bakayaro, he was 56. He was killed. Uh, Swaziland, Ambrose uh, Delamini, he was uh, 52. They killed him, but they ended up mysteriously dead. And uh, the president of Burundi. They all uh, yes. refused the COVID vaccine. So, um you're coming up with all kind of lies, you know, um with the you know, the situation in Haiti but um yeah. sister well, uh, I wanted to say be, this. Be, yes, mm-hmm.
1: sir, but we we'll, we're gonna that's coming out in next week's paper too that mm-hmm. um at least three three presidents of uh, mm-hmm. African and Caribbean nations who refused to allow the vaccine in their country are now dead. And of course, oh. with 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 Haiti, uh, I was just told today that when they broke when they when they broke into his home to assassinate him, they had on jackets that had drug enforcement. That's right. That's
7: right. In Come other on. words, they're
1: enforcing right. this drug. Mm-hmm. And if you remember, the minister told the heads of state of the African nations not to let this vaccine in. that That's how serious this whole thing is.
7: Right. That's right. Um, I, uh, also, sister, I wanted to just, just bear witness to what you said. Uh, Dr. Lean was talking last night, and he, he was saying that the spike protein, that there's other treatments uh, that will fight. The spike protein that ivermectin and uh he uh we had a couple of believers i'm not going to call their name that did take the ivermectin but they were they were taking Paximin but they start taking the ivermectin with the Paximin and it it cured them in less than two or three days and uh yeah that is it, it works so they had to go to some little bitty town and the doctor told the sister uh Black people, I'm surprised black people know about this, you know. They have to go to some little town way up in Tennessee to get it. So, um, you know, they're keeping it from our people especially because we're being targeted for these poisonous vaccines. But, um, you know, inshallah, uh, they're catching on. But they also, Sister Ava, they're not telling everybody that black people are not, a majority of black people haven't taken the vaccine. These are like you say, you're... Uh, bourgeois and paid off Negroes and, you know, our ones are just hard-headed, but uh, I just pray, you know, sometimes I want to have mercy that I have family members that have taken the vaccine and maybe we'll have something maybe to, you know, help them out, you know, once they learn, get a whipping. But I'm going to let somebody else talk. Uh, beautiful show. I'm looking forward for the next article, sister. As-salamu alaykum.
1: Wa alaykum salam Thank you so much, uh, Brother Hoyle, for that call, and let's mm. keep it moving. And that is there. deep about the
2: other countries, Dr. As you getting that caller. I mean, I don't think people really are paying attention. Said, and like you said, the nation, that didn't want it, mysteriously, you know, they're no longer, especially in Haiti. And like you said, we got to read that final call. There's so much in there. It's packed.
0: That's right.
1: And and naturally, and of course, oil has been discovered in Haiti. And like someone uh, mentioned in one interview I listened to on social media, and the person said, well, the Haitian, uh, Haiti is the poorest country uh, in the Western Hemisphere. And the person said, no, the Haitian people are poor, not the land. Right. And now that it's uh, been made known, and I think one of those earthquakes is what uh, uncovered the oil, but the person said, if you compared, and we know Venezuela uh, supplies a great deal of oil, okay, in this hemisphere, but they said, if you compare the amount of oil that is in Venezuela, as, as great in volume as it is, you compare it to what is in Haiti. It's like comparing what's on a teaspoon to what's in a swimming pool. Ooh. Billions and billions and billions of dollars. So look at the fullness of time. The poorest, what, what we have been made to believe is the poorest nation. And, of course, we know why, because... This is uh, punishment going all the way back to Napoleon and the Haitian Revolution. This is punishment. But what is the poorest is ultimately going to manifest as the wealthiest nation in the Western Hemisphere. And, and of course, you know, they killed that brother uh, because he would not bow down. That, that's what all that's this right. is about. It's about who right. is going to bow down. You yeah. know. But yeah, this this is uh, we, we, it, the minister wanted us to look at the criterion again um, the Sunday before on the the fourth. The right. And a lot of us we didn't do it, you know. Right. Because we think we know, as you said earlier. We think we know. We think because we hear something or catch bits and pieces mm. of something. We think we think we know it. We we, we can't even. We're not going to live long enough to know the depths of the criterion. Mm. Let's 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 try to snap out of this sleep state that the enemy has us in. He makes he's, he's the epitome of arrogance. That's and right. he makes us believe that, with this itty bitty pinhead of knowledge that we know everything we 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 know we know a drop of water in an ocean that's what we know, and we just need we just need to stop it because the white man at best he's a discoverer he creates nothing
0: uh, exactly. everything he
1: sees and finds out. Somebody else did it ahead of him. He creates nothing. He's just now finding his way around this planet. so stop it, taking him as a god besides allah Just stop
4: it that's right that's right
1: that's the right. minister has, you know minister single handedly humiliated them july fourth twenty twenty if if we would really realize that he humiliated them. So we're gonna go back to the phones and we have out of the Carolinas Sister Darcell. Atalama Lakeum, how are you family? Oh, I When
8: did What are you? Oh, it's a it's a pleasure to be heard. It's a pleasure to be heard. (laughs) I really love hearing from um, Brother Hoyle, the fisherman. If I ever want to go
1: west
8: and and cross that mighty Mississippi, I have so many family (laughs) members from East St. Louis, Illinois, not to be concerned. Confused with Missouri, um, St. Louis, MO, but they get right to uh, either there or Cairo, Illinois, trying to cross to go west to San Diego. Once they get to that Mississippi, especially if they're a little bit tipsy on some moonshine, they can't make the they can't make the rest of the ride. But I say that only to say. I have been somewhat under a trance since the transition of my brother in love. It's been really hard on our mm-hmm. family. And I'm and so what is yes, but I did a shout out to you when you when I was in Ohio. <laughs> Every time I thought of yes. places where people lived and
0: yeah. and then their
8: space. But I think this thing is really serious and real and I feel as if I just have awakened, and this being the new moon, out of a trance, I could not really rest well. I'm I'm back into getting my rest, like I was telling my doctor, No, I'm not bipolar, I'm tripolar, okay? I'm on that ma matrix, but when it comes to like with the air airplanes just watching and hearing all about the space race of which one who's gonna make you no know, space faster. Um, sir richard or whatever and and all these other characters cast of characters trying to destroy this planet and trying to escape but we are protected and i just love hearing what the minister has to say and for the mighty mgt thank you for teaching me how to make bean soup my husband is really good at doing that. He does make bean soup in the home. We got
0: awesome. Going, yeah, right. so
8: I get some tonight. Um, he's better at it than I am because um, he's better at it than I am, but... I just really love hearing you on a soap uh, a soap box. and you know I love it when you, you when you go the, there because you're cleansing our soul. Okay, I can do with a little bit of soap. They used to be called soap operas. We used my grandmother used to iron clothes to them. So thank you so much, and that's all I have to say. Um, just love hearing from you each week, and and to. Brother Terrence, you know, brother, to tell you the truth,
0: yeah, I
8: <laughs> thank you for addressing me for being here in the Carolinas. But yeah, ma'am. <laughs> since you were really close to my soror, you know, the one, Melody. Um, and, uh, yeah,
0: we.
8: I'm going to say with the Women's Roundtable, I'm sick of thieves. I, like I said, I'm a Delta deer. That means I'm one of those old-timey, you know, been around the block a while. So I was used to question you in my mind. I said, mm, where is this? Brother, coming from you know, and I have <laughs> grown to embrace you. I mean, I don't know what really goes in their mind. And Yeah, with that, you know, I said, you know, I got family members. You know, you hear about me in the Catholic Church, but you don't know about me in the family of the Church of God in Christ. So there's other,
0: on, you I'm know, other some parts.
8: <laughs>
2: about
8: codes and Yeah, yeah, because I remember when I was a little girl, I was that's why I'm so confused with a divorced family that had me going both ways. I didn't know which way was up. But I really have gone oh. to sort of understand and really embrace what you have to offer and weren't you called not the space cowboy, but um first lieutenant.
2: Flight yeah, 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 yeah,
8: yeah, yeah. okay, all right. Okay, sorry about that. You know, uh, hey, I went to one of those PWIs, and I had to listen to that music. woo woo. okay, if you don't worry, it's okay. For those, who have to look that up. But nonetheless, I really like what you have to say, and you compliment my sister and, and the lovely Dr. Um ava mohammed um doctor and oh, and shout out to the attorney online you know I have to say <laughs> something to you so hard, but um, keep on, keep it on we we're in it to win it, and we've won that's the thing we have won yes. we yes, have I won from
3: Sister darcell,
8: oh yeah, slum. We have won, and mm-hmm. and thank you so much for allowing me to speak and chatter. What's the matter with you? That's the little monkey that was on in the, in the 50s, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Peace be on <laughs> to you all. Walaikum salam.
1: <laughs> oh, thank you, beloved. Sister Diceville is
0: awesome.
1: You know, we we have some amazing callers, and it just it's just so good to be part of this family. So we're going to keep it moving, and I think my my little brother came back on. Here he is, brother Kareem, our young fruit of Islam.
9: Assalamu alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, sir. I was at the water park one day. I was about to go down the slide. And I overheard this conversation between um, two people, and one of them said that the vaccine was worse than the virus. Now, he said he mm. had both. So I decided to do a little research myself, and this is from the CDC, And it says, symptoms of COVID-19, fevers, cough, shortness of breath, fatigue, muscle, headache, new loss of taste or smell, sore throat, congestion, nausea, or diarrhea. The side effects of the COVID vaccine throughout the rest of your body is tiredness, headaches, muscle pain, chills, Fever, nausea, and on the arm where you got the shot, pain, redness, and swelling.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Mm-hmm.
9: Oh.
2: <laughs> Good saying, oh, that was a real mic bro, a right
0: lot. there.
1: Man. Did he just finish the whole discussion?
0: Like, put
1: side that's by it? side. Know and listen, say. government, hmm. it and, and this and it's the C D C telling us it's not Pookies, the C D C for those who right, 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 right. from the government. No, you know, some of us have to hear it from the US government. I mean, he covered down, didn't he? Brother Kareem, you're awesome.
2: Yeah. Oh mm-hmm.
1: my god. Wow. And that's what my husband says all the time. And, and Sister Amina, the minister's executive assistant, I'll roll with the I'll take my chances with the virus <laughs> over the vaccine.
6: That's right. Oh,
1: my goodness. that That's so powerful. All right. Let's see. Ooh. We have Brother Darryl. He has a comment. Our dear brother. As-salamu alaykum. As-salamu
10: alaykum. well, like salam How are you?
1: I'm fine, sir. What about yourself?
10: Praise be to Allah. Um, I was right quick. Um, uh, I have a question, but have we heard about Brother Ruben and his family? Yeah, I hope he's listening. Hopefully that Allah is blessing them to the hold on and be strong and hoping that our niece recover speedily.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: Uh, my question we'll is... We'll
1: follow up with our dear brother. Yeah.
10: Praise be told to Allah. Because I know it's been a minute we haven't heard from, it and I missed. It, it. it yes. Uh, but the question is, I have seen like family members. Uh, there's a lot of people wearing the mask, but they are, can't breathe. Is the question? And I was wondering if there anything in the nation that a mask could be a little bit more appropriate where they could breathe because a lot of them are pull it down. I see a lot of people walking around or hearing a lot of people walking around with the mask hanging off their nose over their mouth, and that's it, and the nose is out because they're saying they can't breathe. And I was wondering if there's anything that may be appropriate because, you know, when you're going into these stores, you should have the mask on, but a lot of them are not wearing it. And as I was walking, you could hear them coughing and everything. You know, I want to stay my distance, period, because that's how bad it is. And, you know, and a lot of people are. Like they said, the emergency room is filling up with those that are taking a shot. And uh, my neighbor, uh, my well went out for about four days, and I had an electrician to come out here and kind of find out it was the uh, circuit breaker got wet because we're getting a lot of rain out here. Someone left my box open on my pole. And I went next door to my a neighbor and see about it. She knew anyone, and she had taken a shot, and I was giving her information. and She said, oh, I didn't know. I'm sorry I took it. And when I heard you mention about it, there's 14 supplements that we could use as far as, you know, number one is the vitamin D, which is the sun, and whatever we could take. And uh, I help her another, and I want to try to get her some information to her that, she, like you said, may be able to offset that those that have already taken it. So that was my question on is there a mask or something that can give them a little bit more space but yet be able to breathe while the mask is on.
1: Well, I, I'm not. I'm not qualified to answer that, but it, it seems to me contrary to um, see the, the the thing is about about these masks, and and you, you're seeing them less and less because the wearing of them is coming to an end because at the end of the day, the, it it's just like Brother Kareem putting the virus and the vaccine side by side and showing you that whatever white people come out with, there's har- is harm in it. And the the reason people probably have them hanging off their nose and, and saying they can't breathe, it does impede your, your breathing apparatus. And the intake of fresh air um, is so important, but, Um, there's going to come a time when our only solution to all of this is to distance ourselves. And remember, the CDC, if you go to their regulations, they've always said they've never deviated from that. That's one of the few things they've stayed consistent on. They've said the most effective means of stopping the spread of infection is social distancing. They said, but if social distancing cannot be maintained, then people should wear a mask. And during the course of this pandemic, the that reversed itself where the wearing of the mask became the number one issue. But this is why, as we prepare for separation, we're now uh, measuring after a year and a half, what are the effective therapies and treatments? Because at the end mm-hmm. of the day, and, and we'll get into that more in the next issue, but right in the current issue of the final call, is the ivermectin, is the uh, interview uh, with Doctor Sh- Sophia Shabaz in Philadelphia, who uses ivermectin in her practice, and um, mm-hmm. it, it's it's available by prescription. A, a doctor or health professional that's able to write prescriptions has to write it. There are pharmacies that won't even fill the prescription um, wow. because of the overwhelming effort of the U.S. government to quash it, but it can be obtained. There are a number of doctors. Um, We've made reference in past articles, and I think we have in this article, we have this issue. I think in Dr. Ridgely's article there's a photo of uh, Dr. Corey. Let me me look. Um, Dr. Pierre Corey, who's an associate professor of medicine at St. Luke's Aurora Medical Center. And he's been testifying before the US Senate and uh, Homeland Security and has uh, tes- testified in, in other bodies about the effectiveness of ivermectin. And so you can look him up and the uh, organization that he founded and they have a directory of physicians and healthcare professionals that's national like around the country of a list of names of physicians who will prescribe ivermectin no. uh, for you and um, they will they will do uh, what is it called telemedicine where they will you know, interface with you via uh, uh virtual and they will be able by virtue of that to be able to uh prescribe it because it is it is by prescription and, and one has to follow instructions uh carefully. Mm. It's a it's a safe medication but you still have to follow the proper doses. Okay.
0: But it's
1: it's uh overwhelmingly um, effective, and that's why we have it in this week's paper. You can see it took us a long time to start coming out and and putting things forward uh, because it took time to look and see what it would do um, before we would uh, put it in, in our newspaper. But Praise it, has, to it has proven, yeah, it's proven uh but the uh there's a group called the Frontline Critical Care Alliance, the Frontline COVID Critical Care Alliance. And uh Dr. Corey is one of the founders of it, and they're the ones mm-hmm. that did a team of physicians, they've been they started quickly trying to find out what kind of protocols and methods can we use to deal with this infection? And they were the ones that identified ivermectin, which was already, it's been in in existence for 50 years as an anti-parasite drug. It's it's won the Nobel Prize. It's very safe. And uh, it can be taken for prevention. It can be taken for early outpatient. It can be taken... Uh, for high risk and even and when people are hospitalized, um, it's their recommendation that they ask uh for ivermectin. But of course the the the, the pharmaceutical companies which control the media and the government, they're doing everything they can uh to keep mm. people from knowing about it and using it. But if if you um and again his name is spelled uh, K O R Y, Doctor Pierre Corey. So, people, you all can go on Google and and look up the um, Frontline Critical Care Alliance, and they publish a directory of physicians and healthcare providers around the country that will prescribe okay. uh, ivermectin.
10: Yeah, I let my neighbor know because she said, I'm sorry I took it. I said, you know, there's a lot of information. A lot of people are missing, you know, and don't realize it out of fear. They're taking a the shot.
1: Right. And they're taking death. Yes. They're taking death. Because the, 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 the long-term effects of the vaccines, you know, have yet to be seen. That's right. They have yet to be seen. So thank you so much, Brother Daryl, and
4: appreciate your
1: patience. And As always, it's always um, good to hear from you. Thank you so much.
0: Now we have...
1: Oh, alaykum salaam, beloved. Thank you so much. Um, Of course, we have our member of the separation team and uh, one of our moderators for our special presentations that we're doing each month on project separation. And uh that is Sister Donna Mohammed. She's on the line with us. Oh, blessed yeah. to have her calling.
5: Blessed. Bless family oh. alaykum family. <laughs> How are you? I'm good, thank a lot. Doing well. Excited about tonight's program. It has been very informative as was program. So again, I always get the best information on elevated places, elevated conversations. Yes, <laughs> I will be brief. I just had two quick um, comments. One was sparked by something that Brother Terrence um, said, but the first one is in regards to the vaccination and the declaration of war. And of course, in the news was French President Macron's decision to require vaccination to go into like hot to to seek service in hospitals, shopping centers. I mean basically every avenue of life they have put a requirement in for a vaccination card or you have to have a negative test. It goes into full effect on in August. Well, the people started protesting and I find it ironic too that in two days, it was just reported on the news that in two days they got two months worth of grain, the equivalent to two months worth of grain in Mm. two days in parts of France. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, that's a direct response. And the people are rising up. They're fighting back. Like the minister said, it's a declaration of war. And so we're seeing it already playing out right there in France. Um, So, and then Brother Terrence, you were talking about people becoming a little more testy or bolder now as the minister said it well here in Tennessee um, the Department of Health on the instructions of the governor here uh, because as you said Ms. David, there's swaths of people who are against this vaccination and as they're coming out boldly here they have shut down any um, propagation events geared towards vaccinating children under 16 Cause, you know we have the second lowest vaccination rate in the um, in the country, and they have stopped that not just the COVID vaccine, any vaccine. No events, no advertising. They even had last year this Vaccine Awareness Day. He's like shut that down. Um, this is because the Republicans here are in an uproar over the commercials and the ads for the vaccine of the youth, and they are really coming out strongly and vocal about this and, and literally shutting down that program geared towards uh, getting the children vaccinated. So I just wanted to bring that up to your point um, that you had made earlier. With the mm. And I thank you for the um, time. And just a sneak peek to let people know the next project separation, Building Our promised Land, is set. You'll see who our guest is soon, but it will be on uh, J- July 27th p.m., so everybody stay tuned for that announcement and that flyer as we get ready for separation. That was it. Assalamualaikum. Oh, praise Did you say who the guest is? Yes. Our guest will be our brother and farmer, Brother Patrick Muhammad of Your Faith Farm and his right. wife, Sister Ishtar. And it's very exciting because he has helped a lot of other people move into farming and land acquisitions. So we're really excited um, to hear from him and in co-moderation with Brother Cartier on the Project Separation team. We're very excited to have him. And we'll be showing exciting footage, real-time footage from his farm. So we are looking forward to this.
0: Wow. Oh,
1: praise is due to a lot. Yeah, they're doing a fantastic job because that, at the end of the day, that that's the answer. I mean, looking at certain things that we're looking at are that are temporary is fine. I mean, we because we, we're trying to live to get to the promised land, but the the we have to keep our mind on separation. And I thank a lot for those among us um, who are acquiring land who are producing food you know thank a lot for the uh staple good program and all of the brothers and sisters around the country and there's there's more than we can imagine who are making that move toward uh major land acquisition in a very short order we're going to be feeding ourselves we're going to be educating our children ourselves so we can alleviate this problem that um, Sister Pamela was addressing at the outset of the show. But thank you so much, Sister Donna. Really, really appreciate you calling in. Yes, ma'am. Okay, we have... um, some more calls. Callers waiting. We have Brother Frank from Chicago, from the West Side, our brother. He always brings us something to deal with, wrestle with. <laughs> as-salamu alaykum, Brother Frank. Wa as-salamu alaykum,
11: my sister. I'm so long, my brother Tanson. To you all and company with you. Wow. A great show as always. Listen, uh, I want to ask a question and make a comment, but uh, Dr. Abel, can you all spell iva next to make sure I get it right here? Oh, this is incredible. How do you spell that? It?
1: Okay, it's I-V, as in Valerie, mm-hmm. e E-R, okay, c I got that. T I N? T I N.
11: Right. Okay.
1: Ivermetacin. Mhm.
11: I got it. I got it. Thank you. You know this this is incredible, and um. Oh well, first of all, Doctor Ava, is is this what you're taking also? Because it was you all that I learned about the zinc, the vitamin zinc, um, and uh, D three. Okay. Uh, is yes, is, is this what you're taking?
1: Dr. the the I I haven't taken any yet. Um, many people suggest, unless you're really super high risk, that uh-huh. this is something generally that's taken when people exhibit the first symptoms uh, okay. of COVID. When you when you read in the final call that's out right now, this week's issue, a case for separation. Mm-hmm. Um, I I wrote in there about Mexico City. And how they uh, used... They actually created a home kit for their citizens. And uh, they sent it out to the people and had places where they could come pick it up. And uh, they they gave it out to people who either had tested positive or were (laughs) exhibiting mild symptoms.
11: Okay. Okay. Because I'm curious, because you, you know think, some people, yes.
1: I, I I've heard of people using it as a preventative, but I I haven't used it.
0: Okay, oh, all, all right, right. That's, what was that, uh, mm-hmm. that's
11: what I was thinking on nation That's what I was thinking. Um, I was on the midday show, and they had uh, all the heads of the uh, major news media here: two, five, seven, nine, and thirty-two. Okay, and the big beef mm. was about why do you all have to leave your uh, your news, your news shows what what the, uh, the deaths, the recent deaths in our community. But me myself, I had no problem with that. So that was my position. But I wanted to confront them about the media dollars and how black media has been starved of their fair share. But if I'd have known about this, I would've them. And I can see that you're right. It's not being advertised by the government or by white media. And the problem planning that is appeals the they have for the people of color in regards to this vaccine or this virus really wiping them up, It seems to me it's backfiring on them, okay? Because they don't have the common to realize yeah. what certain amount of people just aren't, aren't going to take the vaccine, okay? If right. you don't want to get a handle on this on this virus, then why don't you let them know? Okay, if you have a problem with the vaccine, you don't trust it. What? Well, here's something else you can do. But by them exactly. not doing that. That's right, it shows how diabolical they are. Now, just because right. white media is incoherous with that, black media does not have to go in line with that, because whatever show I go on, I'm going to start bringing this to attention, and I think a lot of us, um thank God for you all, a lot of us already know about other things that we can do. And this is why it's backfiring on them, because in these red states, and now here in our southwestern counties, their COVID infection rate is starting to rise again to the point where they're being put on, up on a whole different structure. So it's back on them. And I thank you, Dr. Avon, for the chance. But y'all, so I'm going to always listen. Whether I cue in or not, I'm always listening. I fell in love with you guys back on the other platform. You know, I always been here. But uh, I'm going to spread this, okay? And uh, I really you appreciate so it. And I, I love little brother Kareem. I've been looking forward to hoping he come on like I've been looking forward to listening, listening to you, Dr. Avon. He is something yes. else, <laughs> isn't he awesome? <laughs> <laughs> he is awesome. I've been looking for. I've been hoping he'd come on, but okay, I come with my brothers and Uh I'm gonna take some more of You know, young, get on. You're
2: welcome. All right.
4: Thank you, beloved. Doctor Ava,
2: can I can I make one point that just came into my mind?
1: Yes, sir.
2: Is that I, I'm I'm very very clear. And, and I don't want nobody to take this in the wrong way. I'm very clear when we say the red and blue states and when we talked about the Republicans and all that. I just want us to be very, very careful as we know mm. as, you know, because I'm in a nonpartisan world with my job, nonpartisan, not Democrat or Republican. And we are about people. I just want to be very carefully that mostly black people are always talking about the Republicans, these red states and what they're doing. And it's very interesting, and Sister Donald talked about is in that red state that's fighting against vaccination. And be very clear that even the ones that we're saying we're fighting with in the Democratic Party and whatever the most black votes are, those are ones that are actually taking us into vaccination. So don't think that the parties are <laughs> where you should be going for your salvation. We need to right, stick on the path right. and listen to Minister Farrakhan because it is under the party that we support that is actually supporting what the voice of God has told us not to. So I just I, I just want us to be very careful. I understand politics. I'm very versed in politics. And, you know, and as my nonpartisan work has me in, I know where our people lean to. more so than anything. And I know certain legislation from certain parties are pushed. But we need to make sure that we on the right side. And like I say, whose side are we on? We on the freedom side. Freedom, justice, and equality. So I just want to be very clear when we are engaging in in these conversations and this political space that we don't get swayed by thinking we in opposition to one. While the party we represent or lean to is also killing us.
0: No,
1: that that is so, yeah. We 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 need to be very careful because we'll get we'll get caught up in something that was developed. It's 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 the system that they operate with,
2: right? And right.
1: nothing that they use. Nothing in their framework is going to have the same outcome when we use it or or take part on it. It's it's just not.
0: That's but right. I
1: appreciate you saying that, Brother Terrence. And we're we're running out of time, and and I do want to mention also in the final call, and Sister uh, Pamela. Are you you still with us? Yes,
3: ma'am. I am. Yes, ma'am.
1: You remember, I think you were telling me about an interview Bill Cosby did.
3: (laughs) You know what? You and I spoke about the interview with Wyatt, his spokesperson, uh, Mr. Cosby, Andrew
1: Andrew Wyatt.
3: Yes, ma'am.
1: Andrew Wyatt, because he, he, too, gave an interview
3: uh with brother working.
1: bill cosby himself and he said some of the same things well well his his press secretary or his public relations agent i remember you saying some some comments from him and they're the same and i i want the listeners to know that uh the first uh interview with uh mr cosby uh took place um with uh Stacy Brown of the that's the national black press. And one of the things and I think it's real important to read this article and then as he asked people to do, which is what Sister Pamela asked us to do, read the court papers. See, going back to what right. you were saying, Brother Terrence, about being careful and about sort of skimming over the top of things and taking things as they're handed to us. Right, um, right. He He is saying that um, this was not a technicality, the court's decision. Right. And he said, you know, these people, speaking of his detractors and those who are opposed to him being released, he said, these people sound... Like they haven't read what the judges have written, a technicality. These detractors don't want to know anything. It's like the woman who said, pardon me, she knows five women that I drugged and raped. Well, where are they? He said there's no that's responsibility, right. and that's why there's such an upheaval um, about a simple story that told people you need to have a conscience. He's talking about his famous uh, pound cake speech that you can read. You can get all of that when you read this article because I'm skipping over because I want to get to this. It says Mr. Cosby lashed out at comedians that he had paved the way for right? who went along with false reports about him, or otherwise remained silent. He laughed at the idea that Netflix gave a combined $200 million in Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, and Arsenio Hall, who were championed on Saturday Night Live as the four bosses of comedy. Where was Kevin Hart? Where was... Sinbad, and poor Robert Townsend, he just disappeared. Mr. Cosby, because he's saying none of, the, none of these people stepped up right. to help him. And as you mentioned to me, Sister Pamela, he went over the history. He, he reminds me of the minister in that regard. You get blown away with all the money that he and his wife have given to the black cause and in Bill Cosby's case and as it says here Mr. Cosby and his wife of nearly 60 years Camille have donated an estimated $200 million wow. to colleges and universities including Howard University in Washington D.C. where Cosby Show star Felicia Rashad serves as Dean of College of Fine Arts. And I got to go because we're out of time. I'm seeing. But I was going to mention how Felicia Rashad caught all kinds of a firestorm.
2: That's right. That's right. That's
1: right. Just because she said of her friend. Come her on. Her co-star. On the Cosby show, someone she's known and loved for years and she expressed joy that right. he has been let out and, and right. Howard University makes her apologize. We got we're gonna deal with that next week because we, we are out of time. But it goes back to what you all are saying. We have to stop seeking uh acceptance and assistance from the tormentor, from our enemy, because they're always dividing us from our family. These are family members being divided. So I want to thank uh, Brother Terrence, my co-host, Sister Pamela, Attorney Pamela Muhammad, our legal contributor and host of A Time for Justice on Tuesday evenings. I want to thank Sister Rona Muhammad and our beloved Sister Deanna Muhammad who took over the uh, controls the night and did a superb job at handling this uh, these callers and screening. I want to thank everyone that calls in, logs in. I want to thank Sister Donna Muhammad and the Project Separation Team. And may Allah bless us all with love and the light of understanding. As I leave you in peace, Assalamualaikum.
2: Waalaikum asalam. Alaykum.